Hi, so you enjoying your drink? Um, yes, very much. Thanks for asking. Yes, I'm drinking. <laughs> that Bash the Stampede really is an unusual guy, isn't he? I mean, sure, everybody's a lot less tense now that the plant is fixed. But those are the very same people that tried to kill him for the reward. You'd think he might be more uncomfortable around them. Trouble seems to follow him wherever he goes. I think the world would be a lot better and safer place without him. Don't worry, I can handle it. I am unique and eat anything I want to. I'll have a separate stomach just for cake and ice cream. <laughs> Your friend <laughs> is another unusual one. Welcome to Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in their 30s talk about anime. Yes, he's drinking. It's Bill. Yep. Hot toddy. <laughs> he has a separate stomach just for cake and ice cream. It's Josh. Mm, ice cream. The cake is a lie, though. That's true. And I don't know how smart I really am. That's fairly accurate. My name is Andy. It's catastrophic how much you don't realize <sighs> yeah. how intelligent you are. I mean, it's 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 kind of sad. <sighs> so, hey guys, guess what? What up? We're here. It has been a while. Uh-huh. It has. It's been a long while. Yeah. Uh, you contracted the plague. Right. I've been sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Captain Trips. I can't remember what happened. Oh shit! That bad? Man, I'm glad you kicked it as quickly as he did. Right. Yeah. Well, he is invincible, after all. That's true. Right. Um, and I don't know why we missed the week before. Oh, but, did you um, have any of those wiggy dreams, though? You yes. Know, like, like, which one? The old lady or the dude in the desert? It was a dog driving a car. Not the five-headed dragon. Oh, wow. Running running for uh, running for president. The mayor. The mayor, rather. Andrew, Andrew, come, come, come I, here I, a second. Yeah, yeah, I what's up? Needed. Yeah. He's not long for this world. <laughs> well, we've known it, that. It, it's not good. Yeah, we've known that. Hi! <laughs> I'm going to live forever. <laughs> hey, oh, so... Oh, yeah, that's right. You drink the blood of the innocent. I forget these things. That's true. So, guys, <laughs> uh, we are going to be talking about episode 7 of Trigon tonight. B-D-N. Ooh. Yes. And uh, before we get there, though, let's talk some nerd news. All right. Uh, hey, guys, I'll start... You're right. starting. Yeah. All I, right. I don't ever do that. I, I've got a couple exciting things. Uh, for those of you who listened to the Pokemon Generations episodes, the last two that we released in place of uh, our Trigon review, you will know that we talked about in the last one, I think it was the last one, or the one before. Anyway, no, it was the, the one before, two weeks ago. We right. talked about how the Pokemon Bank was coming out this month with a new update, so that way you could move all your Pokemans from all your old Pokemon games to the brand new one, Sun and Moon, and it dropped yesterday, and I spent all night moving Pokemans from Pokemon X and Pokemon Red and all these craziness over to Pokemon Sun and Moon. I am super stoked. Is he, is he speaking another language? I have no idea. 
I got. And I, I mean, it's like every other word is Pokemon. No, and I pulled over my Dialga, which had a Pokerus virus, which means that now maybe my other Pokemon and my main party in Sun and Moon are going to get the Pokemon virus, which is so great. I'm so excited to okay. get them sick. Okay, I know I was worried about you becoming delirious, but I, I really think he needs to start talking to someone about his problems. Yeah, no. Hey, do you know what else is out? Resident Evil 7. Yes, sir. Is out. Uh-huh. And is getting some really good reviews. Oh, yeah. Now, I know that you were a fan of Resident Evil. I love um, a lot of those those games. I'm yes. not sure. I, I don't remember when you which ones you stopped playing at. I know you played some a lot of the earlier ones, if I remember uh, correctly, right? Four was the last one I played all the way through, so I didn't yeah. get to five and six. Yeah, and I heard the five and six lost a lot of the feel of what Resident Evil was supposed to be. Well, and, and can, to be completely honest, Resident Evil 4 was kind of the transition from it being predominantly horror to being more action. More action. Mm-hmm. And granted, for the time, it was a breath of fresh air because Resident Evil 3, though considered one of the best of, of the original run, was kind of stale. Was was That, that f- original format was getting stale. So mm-hmm. when 4 came out and you had this more immersive experience, yeah, it was yeah. really great. Absolutely. But then 5 and 6 were... were more heavily reliant on more action elements. Mm-hmm. The horror was toned down it was significantly. It was more like I was playing Devil May Cry with predominant guns as opposed to swords and yeah, no yeah. stylish points. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I played uh, through one and two. I played part of four. So I, I was when I heard this was coming out, I was kind of excited. And I remember when I first heard about its release... There was a lot of buzz with regards to the um, PlayStation VR, mm-hmm. and they, they have a PlayStation VR kind of version, or either a version or a way to play. I do not remember. That would be something for Pwn Stars there, there to, is to a, kind of help us with. But It's a way to play because my brother sent me a link uh-huh. about the VR thing. He's like, it's like, what? And I hear the VR, as far as, I mean, as much as the PlayStation VR has been shit on, and rightfully so. It's, it's too soon. Technology too soon. Yeah, well, they just didn't put a lot of really good work into that, but that could be for another segment down the road. No, um, we could talk to the Pwn Stars Yeah, we'll, that. Yeah, we'll have them, have them do uh, a whole thing on that, maybe. But, Tell um, them what to do, Andrew. That's, that's what I be do. Be our lord and master that's, like you should be. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm good at, taking over the internet one day at a time. I'm your faithful lapdog, right? Uh, yes, I'll call you Menchie. So, so... <laughs> The game itself and no, it's okay. so the game itself and the return to the style has garnered a lot of attention. It's got a eighty six, right. I believe, as a Metacritic score yeah, right it's... now, which is not too bad. Mm-hmm. I may give this a shot. I, I think so too, and I think what owes a lot of credit to Resident Evil going back to more of the horror form, the first person uh viewpoint and not being able to do a whole lot of killing as as you could in the latter in the previous games. Yeah. Has to do with, I think, Outlast. I think it's a, Oh, yeah? Yeah. Because that game was purely, oh, scary shit, run the fuck away from right, it. Right, right. And, oh, I can't fight, I'm trying just to survive. And mm-hmm. that game, that game is, have you ever seen that game? I, no, I've seen it on Twitch. Oh, yeah. fucking amazing mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. And I think, the, you know, the developers at Capcom saw that and went, oh, oh, so that's how you do horror. Yeah, it's like, that, that, that's how it's done, <laughs> got it. So yeah, Resident Evil. Uh, Bill, any interest in Resident Evil or Pokemon Bank? No. Oh. Okay. Neither? No, I oh. haven't played Pokemon since Red. <laughs> and I have only seen Resident Evil, the movie, and it sucked. And Rightly so. That's all I have. Okay. No. That's all, fair. It, it's good, buddy. It's all yeah. good. But as I, no, as that's I, a bad movie. As, as, no, 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 no. Your statements are good. Well, as I told you earlier, never judge a video game by its movie. Fair enough, but I just have never Fair got enough. around to playing them. Yeah, yeah. And then that's my nerd news, so that's all I got. What do you, what do you got, Bill? 
the second trailer for Power Rangers dropped. Ooh. We got our first look at Goldar. Which I didn't realize was Goldar until we rewatched the uh, trailer today. Right. Yeah. Apparently, Rita is the Green Ranger. From from all we've seen in that trailer, yeah, it seems to mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm. And Zordon is the former Red Ranger. Which makes sense when you look at, at the image of him. There's usually, there's like some red highlights to some of the, right. uh, oh, okay. Pixel squares. I guess I didn't like, how do you call that, that, that effect? That, that oh, effect. like, like it, like kind of comes out like, what are those things you put your face in? Right. I was thinking more the, the, the Chinese box thing that they did at the Olympics a few years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I was at your house when I saw that. Yeah, no, that, that would be mm-hmm. pretty cool. I don't, what do they call those things where you put your face in? I don't know they have a name. I know what you're talking about. Like, yeah, the, like little needle things. Yeah. Like, right. like, little like nails, basically. Yeah. Box and you put your hand in it. And uh, yeah, it shows see, the image of it. it. Yeah, all the fun kids stick your face into the, into these pin needles. <laughs> yes. yes. We're, oh my god! That's why. Oh, that's why now they're made. Of, that's why now they're made out of plastic. So, <laughs> and we're, my wife is pretty much sure that the voice telling Trini to pee in a cup when she talks about being a superhero is Elizabeth Banks' voice, which means which means she plays Rita, and we see in the first trailer Rita attacking Trini in her home. Okay. So I wonder if she's like her stepmom or wicked stepsister or stepmother. I mean, yeah, something like that. <laughs> Alpha Five does not look as bad. No, I like Alpha. I don't like it. I didn't like it when I saw pictures of it. I didn't like it when I saw the toy. But in person in the trailer, it's not terrible. The the look is okay. It's the voice slash personality. The kind of the kind of making them into Wiseacre in New Yorker. Oh, uh, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing there, Red? Why don't you go out there and kill that monster? Huh? It wasn't there. It was terrible. <laughs> that, was the, that was the point. It was good, supposed to be good, horrible. Good, good thing Michael Denley does the voice acting and not Josh. Right. <laughs> um, wasn't there another Alpha, like an Alpha 7 or Alpha 8 or something in one of the later seasons that had kind of a New York accent? I'm not sure. I think that was Turbo, and that was definitely when I turned it off. Yeah, that was after after me, too, but I remember seeing or hearing something right, about right. it. Little Little robot... Smart ass Wiseacre. I I don't like that. I always enjoyed Alpha Five being. Ay ay ay, Zardon! Look at the viewing globe. Rita is raping the the Green Ranger right now. Whoa! Was <laughs> that episode? <laughs> I don't remember that episode. Oh at all. wait, that was the After Dark episode of yes, Power Rangers. Yes. Oh wait, no, that was that fanfic someone forced me to read that one time. Okay, anywho, forced you? For yes, forced, completely coerced. Uh, so yeah, that uh, when does that movie come out? Do we know? Is that coming out this summer? I think it's the summer. Okay, that'll right. be one of the summer blockbusters. Yep. Look forward to. All right, very cool. Uh, speaking of blockbusters, I think your nerd news has something to do with that as well. Yeah, well, snick, snick, come on, bubs, snick like 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 snick, snick. Like Wolverine. Like Saturday Night Nickelodeon. Saturday Nickelodeon, no. like yeah. Team Nick. Like the claws popping out. I'm talking about Logan, guys. Oh, like, like, like Wolverine. I don't know. This movie's called Logan. Oh. Oh. The, like uh, X- X-Men Reloaded Logan Edition? Well, I think it's more like, hey, look at what Deadpool did for us with an R-rated comedy movie. Let's do an R-rated, more serious action movie and see how this goes. And it looks fantastic. Yeah, yeah. With, with um, Wolverine and and presumably X twenty three. Yeah, oh, definitely. It's you know looking at the trailers uh, that are out, it looks awesome. And I couldn't help but like when we were watching, and you had Patrick Stewart, obviously because uh, you've he's got Charles Xavier. Charles Xavier's one. there, really old, dying. It looks like. Yeah. Uh, and you got Logan, and they're like he's talking about like. You know, sometimes you just need family and blah blah. I'm like, oh, they're doing a Xavier and Logan like gay romance like. 
you know, they've... <laughs> that is not how I took that at all. <laughs> wow, you are they, 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 they They've adopted a, a young girl together. They're finally starting a life together, um, and and it's just, it's beautiful. I'm glad they're embracing uh, that. That's beautiful. I'm thinking more road trip, but with murder and death. I was thinking he was like Grandpa. <laughs> that too. Well, there's that, but... I'm sure there's especially, especially your, you know, he, he's going to well, be sure. he's going to be your grandpa that's uh, gone senile and uh, starts cursing a lot because he's senile. I've he, never heard Patrick Stewart say fuck before. He did in this. It, it was, was great. great. Yeah. What, what was the line? Oh yeah, uh, two days on the road, straight, no sleep, one meal. She's eleven. I'm fucking ninety. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty great. It is like, but I really like where they're going with this. Bill and I were discussing it. And Bill. You summed it up pretty well, at least, what seems to be the public's feeling about most of the Fox X-Men movies. Yeah, they suck. <laughs> it's it's a painful thing. I am not going to lie, there have been a lot of bad movies. That one one was good. exciting at the time, but looking back on it, it wasn't that good. Right. Two was worse. Three was terrible. I always thought two was was always the better, well, the best way, of the movies. Shiniest turd, who cares? <laughs> Yeah, and I, I couldn't make it through Days of Future Past. Oh, you're so wrong. Origins was awful. Oh, God, yes. Okay, that, that, I that. will agree with you on that one. Okay, you don't sew Deadpool's mouth shut. You just don't. But Gambit yeah. was still badass in that. For, like, two minutes. Doesn't matter. He was in an X-Men movie. It made me happy. I haven't bothered to see Apocalypse. You're wrong. It's good. You should see it. Uh, I'm not wrong. I haven't bothered to see it. I, okay, I so mean, you're right, I've but I've you're right it, because you're wrong. I'm confused. I, I've seen it and uh, own it, and it's... It's good. I eh, like it. I like it, it quite a bit. Eh, I like it quite a bit. The, the, there were a lot of missed opportunities. Mm, still good. Missed ah. opportunities. Guys, you're just wrong. But Logan does look good. Yeah, Logan looks great. So, there we go. We'll check that out. Very, very bloody violent. And X-23. I actually like X-23 as a character. Yeah. No, I do too. Um, so, I'm really excited to see that if that is legitimately, I mean... You was know, she that well, young in the comics? Uh, when she was introduced, because she was introduced in her own series, and it started with her, her life, and when she started doing missions for the... I think it was called The Facility, wasn't it? The, I don't remember that much about her, to be honest. But anyway, um, she she was like twelve when she went on her first assassination mission, and it was yeah crazy. Hmm, okay, yes, yeah, I think she broke out when she was like thirteen, 14, so it's 14, like something like that. So like, who wins in a battle? X twenty three. Is it twenty three? X twenty three. Yeah, X twenty three or Cosette from Excel Saga. I think probably X twenty three. Okay. Okay. Because yeah. she has all of Wolverine's powers. Yeah, okay. The regeneration. Yeah, regeneration, I think, is what, what, what definitely yeah. clinches that. that. Okay, that. fair, fair. And she's also, also, she has, uh, they engineered a, uh, what's known as the, the trigger scent in her, where there's a, spe- they created a spe- specific pheromone uh-huh. that when it's released in the air, she goes insane and goes, like, even beyond Wolverine's Berserker Frenzies. All right. Like, she tears everything up. That's interesting. You throw that on, on Cosette, Cosette's fucked. Okay, fair, fair. Uh, all right, so I think that's that about does it for nerd news this week. So, Bill. Yes. <laughs> it's your week to review Trigon. Episode 7, BDN. Why are the big you... dinosaurs nutting. What the fuck, dude? You're all like, nah, nah. I mean, I've been recording for a while now. <laughs> BDSN. BDSN. Big donkey sucking nads. <laughs> That's my favorite game, by the way. Iowa license plates are great because they have three oh, letters. God. And like Ray and I, when we were behind them, we, we just try to basically come up with as many as we can. Oh, Jesus my, Christ. 
my bosses used to be ASX, and I used to always say Essex. Essex, yeah, baby. He got a custom plate, and I was like, I'm glad you changed your plates. He's like, oh, did you like that? He's like, do you get it? And I was like, no, I guess it's like the Iowa Hawkeyes fight song. It's like Raptors Ring, I think it's like what it's supposed to say. Uh, I was like, no, but your old one said ass sex. <laughs> I just walked away. <laughs> Fair. Uh, Bill, your endearment to your to your employer is uh, is staggering. So. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Trigon Episode 7, shall we? Yes. Sure. BDN actually stands for Burianto... Dynamito Neon. Is that the Japanese version? Yeah, I had to write that down. Seriously? That is the Japanese version? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Space. The final frontier. Wait, what? What? These are the voyages of a big light bulb. <laughs> For half a second, I thought you were, you accidentally watched the wrong thing on streaming. No, I just thought the wrong thing while watching the right thing. Fair. Fair. Oh, for half a second, I thought you were singing the Space Ghost theme. That was during the original Star Trek. Don't encourage him to keep singing. That's true. Fair. fair. <laughs> How am I the one with the court order not to sing in public? I, it always baffles me. Because oh, I kick ass in karaoke. The scene opens on a big thank you party for Vash, including a huge mug of beer. Did you notice there were three moons in the sky? Have we talked about that? We haven't, no. no. Yeah, there are three moons in the sky. Thank That's about point, it. Thank you for pointing that fair out. Enough, fair I enough. mean, it's, I think there's actually like five. I don't know. It was just kind of odd. There was a shot with three moons. I just wanted to point out, like, yep, that's another thing to tell you. This is not Earth. All right, carry on. Proud parent moment. My my daughter goes, "Daddy, you drank a beer like that that was shaped like a shoe." <laughs> <laughs> yes, because Vash is drinking a ginormous beer. And yes, like like a gallon beer. Yeah, I mean, at least two, two. liters if it's yeah. <laughs> like a boot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fair enough. A dude comes over to hit on Meryl. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of saunters up, sits down. He's like, hey, hey how, 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 you, how you doing? Millie is turned all the way. <laughs> yes, I'm <laughs> drinking, she says. Andrew, I'm kind of surprised you're, you're not squeeing. It's Millie. Ah! There's the squeak. God damn it. <laughs> ah, it was delayed. Okay. Delayed squeak. Uh, they talk about Vash some and how unusual he is, how things should be tenser. Millie rambles drunkenly. <laughs> she says, don't worry, I can handle it. I'm a unique, and, and I can eat anything I want to, and I have a second stomach just for cake and ice cream. It actually probably is my favorite line in the episode. It is my favorite line, it's, too. It's, just it's, because it's so out there. And, and adorable. And something that, that probably one of us would say when we're drunk. Yeah, super adorable. Yeah. We cut to a couple of horizontal Americans. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> We've had this discussion before. Oh, we have. Okay, yes. carry on. <laughs> uh, they report that Vash is out cold. They can't get a rise out of him. <laughs> wink, uh, wink, nudge, nudge. Vash is, as we've alluded to earlier, faking it. Yeah. He's probably afraid of space aids. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think... Okay, we've, we've talked about it a little bit before. Well, we've alluded to the scene before. I don't think it's space aids so much space as... Space aids. I, I don't think it's space aids so much as it's... He's, he's saving himself? Yeah, I mean, there's a very special person in his life that we'll see featured a lot in this episode. The next morning, everyone is sad because Vash cut out early. Yeah. Without I mean, saying goodbye to anyone. Yeah, what a dick move. Yeah, kind of, yeah. The girls slept too late, and they missed the steamer. Oh, I think they're out of money, too, right? Yeah, they're out. No money. Vash is overjoyed to be alone again, though, and immediately gets sand sick over the side of the steamer. Yeah, he really does. He's, yeah. And then all the, all the people gather are like, oh, uh, he, he drank uh. too much. It, it, that always makes me think now, I mean, this predated it, but it always makes me think now of the scene from uh, Atlantis Last Empire, 
where you see Milo, he's, he's throwing up and he pops out and he goes, carrots. Why is it always carrots? I didn't even eat carrots. <laughs> I never saw that. It's a, it's a good one. It reminds me of Excel when she's throwing up like nuts and bolts and stuff in the first episode. God damn it. Will you, okay. <laughs> Next time you say Excel, I'm going to throttle you in your sleep. Oh, whoa. Bash is asleep. Hey, that's a segue. <laughs> Later. Not the one you write. Uh, when someone comes and asks him to help guard the steamer from the bad lad gang. Yeah, bad lad. You know, it took like a whole exposition short... dump. Yeah, Boom. well, yeah, we, we we not even a day, and they're like, "Hey, I hear your vast stampede. You want to be my bodyguard?" And he's like, "Fuck off," basically, yeah. without yeah. saying "fuck off." It's like, dude, I just want to take a nap. Apparently, the bad lad gang hang around in the canyon up ahead. Yep. This guy must be a captain because with Vash as a guard, he can charge double the fare. Yeah, hmm. exactly. He's at uh, least the only. I think he's more or less the captain as he is like just he a really owns, good, Yeah, he's got he, some he, sort of executive power. Yeah, he, yeah, he's like he like it's his ship, and then he has someone else that that kind of because we see the guy later. He's yeah, kinda like he's missing an eye or whatever. Right. Vash wants to be a protected passenger though, so not happening. Yeah, yep. not happening. I'm not sure you can actually add a feature of security after you've taken off and then charge extra prices to the passengers. Well, I suppose in a certain situation, like, hey, we've got this badass You just survived the bad lads. Give us your money. Hey, hey, guess what? This guy just saved our asses. Bonus time. Maybe. Uh, Yeah, I think you're right, though, Bill. Probably not not a thing. Yeah. uh, Or if it is, it's highly unethical. Fair. If you're on a plane... And nine twelve goes down, and an air marshal stops it. You don't owe yeah. Southwest Airlines. No, that's true. Extra money. That's true. Extra ticket prices. Fair, fair, fair enough. Fair enough. You catch what I said there? Nine twelve. Yeah, because it's a sequel. Mm-hmm. It's one more. Thank See. you for explaining the joke, Bill. <laughs> no one would have gotten it without it. I mean, you wouldn't have. So I figured I'd <laughs> no, help. Totally got it. Someone's just like, nah, still too soon. Copperash, USA. <laughs> anyway. Some kid comes out of the ceiling and wallops our hero. <laughs> Bashes him in the fucking head. And I love that when, when the kid realizes, he's just like, oh, oh shit. shit. And he's like, scrambles back scrambles. up. Yep. Did you notice that the uh, glasses broke? No. It hit him right in the eye. I didn't and, notice and his, his glasses. His glasses shattered. Didn't even notice yeah. that. Yeah. Which works out because Bash follows him by headbutting through the vent. <laughs> I just love the look on his face there. He's just like, get yeah. over here, child. You know. Of the two episodes in this two-part series, which we didn't mention, I think we mentioned it last it's week. A, yeah, it's a two-parter. Uh, it's a two-parter, if you don't remember us mentioning that. Of that, it's interesting that, like, this one is kind of the more boring one, but I love about both of them is the interaction between this kid and Bash. <laughs> God. It's pretty great. It's it's a lot more prominent in the next episode. Yeah, the second this, episode, This episode's got, got a good start of it. Yeah, it does. It's so, like a buddy cop movie. I guess. So Bash drags the kid out of the ceiling vents. Standing there giving no shits while the kid struggles against his arm. Yeah. And Vash is like, you you idiot. You, you're, you're hanging in the air. You're not even on the ground. You can't affect me. You have no leverage. You have no leverage. This is your And this was what your guys' argument uh, as to why the Black Widow was an ineffective finishing move in, uh, for AJ Lee. It looked cool, though. Anytime you don't have leverage and or you rely on them to hold themselves up like the like a backpack stunner. Right. They're stupid. <laughs> Hey, this anyway. uh, this kid is from last episode. If you don't remember, yeah, he was looking for work. And, yeah, we and... see we see like a, a little bit of him. He just like is looking for work for right. someone, and then they, they tell him to go away. This is that same kid. He snuck aboard the steamer. It seems like Ooh, I did away. not remember that actually. There you totally go. Missed that. It was very brief, but it, we did point it out in our review too. Yep. Anyway, uh, Vash calls him out and being stowaway. He admits to it. Mm-hmm. 
He's also an orphan on the run from a drunk abusing aunt and uncle, always trying to... He trails off, but I'm guessing always trying to give him the $5 footlong? Uh, yeah, that's kind of, no, that, that's, uh, that's, I mean, no, he, he is said, it? he said something about like, my, my uncle is always trying to get at me, so he, yeah. He said, he says weird aunt, his, his aunt beat him up, and his weird uncle, or no, his mother beat him up, and his weird uncle would always try to get at him. So, yeah. so this is like the plot of Harry Potter, right? Wait, what? What? No. Isn't, isn't this the plot of Harry Potter? No. His aunt and uncle threw him in a cab, in a, in a... In a cupboard under the stairs. For sex stuff? No. I don't oh. think there was any sex stuff. I, I read the book. At least there wasn't any in the book. Yeah. No, there wasn't. Oh, I, I only saw part of one movie. But... No, maybe it was in the first movie. <laughs> I, I... I read part of a review online. <laughs> care for it. <laughs> I don't care for it. The kid's a shit, and we hear his inner monologue that amounts to, The jig is up. No one's <laughs> dumb enough to believe me. <laughs> Gee, I wonder what that was going to happen next, then. Vash starts crying. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Vash <laughs> Again. He'll take care of him. Yeah. And, I, and I just love the look on his face. He's just like, the fuck? Yeah, the look, the, yeah, the kid's eyes are all like weird and he's just like, huh? Uh, the girls couldn't pay, so they're working a snack bar. They're working bash- at a kiosk spelled K-I-O-Y-O-S-K. I-I-I. I didn't realize that was even supposed to be kiosk. Yeah, it's kiosk. I just thought that was the name of the snack bar. Here's my question, right? These moments of English, are they actually English or is it them saying this is an alien, you know, not alien world. No, I'm pretty sure these are just... This has got to be English. Pretty I, sure these are just... You're being generous. I yeah, am. You're trying to be too nice. What if it's English, they know it's English, and they're using the excuse, well, it's a planet hundreds of years in the future that's not Earth. You're being generous. I'm going to say no on that one. All right. This <laughs> snack bar is currently being raided by Vash. He so had, he's holding them up? Yes. I love how Millie and Meryl, when they show up, they're just, they have the coolest sparkle animation around them. It is so, and like the music is great. It's so fantastic. So great. Vash heads back to his new room that he apparently gotten in exchange for guard duty. Yep. So we know that now that Vash gave in, uh, because he had to be able to support this kid, he wanted to take care of him. He needed money for the food. So now he's suddenly the guard. Oh. English moment that you pointed out that yes. you forgot. Yeah, it says first class. For, for, yeah, first class. Uh, class was spelled C-L-A-S. Oh, my God. You know what I also like, though, is the fact that the girls are right on it. They're like, oh, wow, getting a lot of food. Like a growing child. You have an appetite. Like a growing child. Like uh, a young boy. I like when Vash walks <laughs> like a, back. Like a ravenous little ingrate. Yeah, I like when Vash walks back to the room when he says, uh, gee, these girls are smart. The big one is especially scary. My only salvation is that she doesn't know how smart she is. Which is, again, another one of those moments where we allude to Millie being really smart. And, a lot smart, and, that, and, and now she's smart and doesn't even realize how smart she is. Although, I have to say, at this point in the anime, is there really anything that she does overall that like makes her seem like she really is that smart? Because she doesn't do a whole lot that really seems smart yet. Her calling out, calling out what Vash was getting being food akin to that yeah, of a young boy. yeah. That would be growing, growing like a teenager. That's still pretty, pretty. I guess that I wouldn't notice that. All right. She makes those puddings out of healing potions. <laughs> that was my D and D game. Oh, was it? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Hello. I miss running D and D fantasy of just goofy shit. So fun. Vash comments that it sure is dark out. <laughs> Kid responds with, "Soon it will be bright enough." That's not ominous mm-hmm. at all. No. <laughs> 
ominous portent. And Vash passes out <laughs> after drinking some of the obviously drugged water. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? The kids, this little bastard poisons Vash. Yep. Did you guys ever see the movie Hard Candy? Yes. He doesn't cut Vash's dick off for molesting him. I've not seen this, and I don't know if I want to. <laughs> it's it starts technically a good movie. Uh huh. Well written, well directed. It stars Juno. Yeah, that's uh-huh. the chick from Juno. Um, and, and the dude who played uh, uh, Owl in the in the Watchmen. Yeah, okay, it's fantastic. And basically, he kidnapped, molested, and killed her best friend. I right. think is it, so. It came down she to gets it. on Craigslist. Pretending to be like, oh, I want to meet an older guy who will buy me vodka. Hee <laughs> hee. So he invites her over, and then she drugs him, ties him up, and tortures him. Oh. It's intense. It's, it's... Yeah, it's a 13-year-old girl fucking not, with a 30-year-old. It's not a uh, Watch More Than Once movie. Yeah, obviously. Anyway, back to where we were. Kid slips back up into the ductwork. Which we've not heard the kid's name, by the way, yet. That's why he brought him Kid. Yeah. Well... I didn't bother looking it up. The kid's name... Actually, the kid's name is never mentioned until the next episode. It's true. Yeah, we don't get it in this entire episode. But Kid only has one moral left. The poison, I guess. Uh, Yeah, maybe. It is like a weird-looking vial thing. Right. Elsewhere, Las Vegas starts its engines. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. A huge neon cowboy, the titular brilliant dynamite neon... Lights a huge sparkler cigarette with a glowing, flame-throwing lighter. This guy is definitely overcompensating for something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You've heard of a rhinestone cowboy, right? This is the next logical pro- progression. A neon cowboy. Oh, good lord. Br- brilliant dynamite neon, though. Voice hey, this my... is Josh's one thing. He's going to say this whole episode that he had researched. That's not his one thing. He's going to yell about the cat, too. Well, hey, yes. Voiced by Mike DeGord. Hey, you squee over Millie, I squee over the cat. DeGord? DeGord. DeGord. D apostrophe. See, look, D apostrophe G O R D. DeGord. DeGord. DeGord, 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 DeGord. Nice. Alright. Classic Saturday Live. Yeah. They check the time. Seven minutes to go. Kid uses the thing to signal all the flashy sand pirates, which we learn is the Bad Lad gang. Yes. Pretty sure the giant neon BL, when we first get the reveal of them, pretty much said that they were the bad lads. They could be butt lickers. <sighs> they could be basting lambs. Yeah. Mmm, I'd like mm. some lamb meat. Bloody labials? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Bitch lacers. <laughs> <laughs> they start by missling the escort cars. The cannoneers are all knocked out by the kid's gas. Wait, what? The kid farted? <laughs> yep, the kid farted. Ah, well, maybe the, maybe the food was just really old and just and tons of explosions come up. Boom, boom! It doesn't take long for the Bad Lads gang to blast in, kill the resistance, and board. Yeah. Uh, BDN and the kid meet up, and the kid is set to gather the passengers. Again, that head grab. I'm not sure the kid was making it all up. <laughs> yeah, he does kind of like, creepy there's uncle? an odd angle too, where like he's literally like crotch high, and he grabs him right in the back of the head. Uh, can I just mention that okay. Dynamite's Neon has the coolest shoulder pads, and I've even seen Excel shoulder pads. Like the they coolest are, they are, shoulder they are, pads They ever. are a thing to marvel. Uh, uh, uncle BDN. Oh, okay, uh, yes. That's where, he, that's where he keeps his Subway sandwiches. Oh my <laughs> god! Uh. I, I, okay, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna actually uh, rally for for BDN really quick. As a father, my son walks by. He's he's about you know yay high. I'll pat him on the head as he's walking by. That's a that's a fatherly thing to do. Maybe he has like a fatherly feelings for the kid. Maybe 
because he's brilliant and beautiful. <laughs> I want something gorgeous and beautiful. <laughs> Make sure it. it sparkles bright and shiny. I thought so was. Break card, right? Yep. After the card, Bash is dreaming of a woman singing and talking about the meaning of life. Yeah, we get an extended bit of background this time. But so we don't know what the fuck is going on. There's flower petals. There's a woman with black hair. She says, you know, I'm so excited. The meaning of of life? (laughs) That's not a euphemism. You're very serious-minded, aren't you, Bash? We decide our own destinies. You're such a baby. This is, by the way, these are all, like, it's not just, like, one giant, like, sentence. These are all things he's remembered her saying. Uh, our tickets to the future are open. Please decide your own destiny. Are, are you sure this is someone else's lines or uh, stuff written for a self-help book? Uh, a little from both. I feel like it's, uh, like, the kind of things that... The Cle- blank mi- check of destiny is is always free. I feel like these are the kind of things that Miss Cleo would say when you call her, her hotline. <laughs> if she, When she wasn't talking about how, you know... If you, have you ever actually re- rewatched those? And like, I haven't. Because, like, if you go back and you actually rewatch the infomercials, God, it was just trash. Like, like it was going to be trash yeah. anyway. But, like, it was all, like, I need to know who the father of my baby is. And she'd be like, <laughs> is it the one with the uh, the slimy hair and the... <laughs> and the neck tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Mm, honey, I think that's the one's your daddy. <laughs> or whatever. I'm... So this is uh, this is Rem, he says. Yes. Rapid eye movement? <laughs> yeah, yes, that's exactly what it means. Or are we talking well, about... Well, he is kind of having, like, a are dream. Are we talking about the Gen Xy uh, alt-rock group? Yes, all both of them. Is she losing her religion? This, this, was, this one goes out to the one he loves. Everybody. Oh, my God, I want to redub that scene now. With Instead of that music, uh, from that, that more cheerful music you have, everybody hurts playing in the background, and you hear her say those lines. Who's Rem? We don't know. We don't. Someone important, obviously. He wakes up under the bed, and the henchmen sent to check the room don't see him. Lucky. Terrible henchmen. Yeah? How the hell did he end up under the bed in the first place? He, when he fell down, when he passed out, he was like five feet from the bed. Did the kid throw him under there? Maybe he was faking being passed out. Maybe. I don't know. It's hard and to say. And then what? He was taking a nap? He yeah. He, sounds, so he took the nap hoping the kid would leave. <laughs> that sounds like Vash. That sounds like Vash. Hey, work with the the whores, so. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the craps, BDN is going through... <laughs> oh, the craps table. Got it. BDN is going through his loot, and he's not happy with its quality. <gasps> you know what's on the craps table? Craps. Gernikosama! Yes. So it makes me wonder, though, were they betting the cat? Also something I... Have you never had a cat? Do you know not know that they just get on shit all the time? Yeah. That's true. That's true. They're welcome or not. There's four of them in my apartment. Oh, they're, they're all they're, over the oh, place. there's a table. I'll just stand on that. Nobody wants me there. Mm-hmm. That, that... It's true. Have you met a cat? <laughs> yes. Okay. BDN leads personnel to the safe, but it's keyed to each individual city and no one on board could open it. Yeah, it's true. They're kind of stuck. But BDN's fine with that. He just needs to drive it off a canyon at full speed. <laughs> I that guess works. that'll work. Yeah, crack it's, it like an egg. And screw it. Leave the passengers on board. Why not? Yeah, what a dick. Yeah, we risked our lives to do this. Well, okay, yeah, but that doesn't equate that you should sacrifice the innocent people. They didn't go in on the train knowing that they were going to die, possibly. The girls are hidden and talking about how little they can do, that only he can help them. He is stuck and blinded in a duct. Yeah, yeah, he is. One employee gets brave and tries to throw the brakes. 
and is shot for his efforts. Yeah, that was Multiple a, times. And he shot six more times. That was really dark. Well, he wanted to preserve them because he had the stuff that, that, what was it? You have the stuff that real pros are made of. I'm going to leave you the way you are. Bam, 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 bam. Like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, I didn't get that at all. Henchman brings in Kid, hoping he knows how to take over the driving from the dead hero. That kid knows a lot about steamers. Right? The fact that BDN is going to break the ship is more than the kid can handle. And the dead body on the ground. Don't forget that. He does look at the dead body. He freaks out. Yep. And he gets choked, slammed, and big booted for his trouble. Yeah, he gets the <laughs> shit kicked out of him. Really? And yeah. then a gun put in his mouth. Right. Which is common in this anime. We've seen that a lot. Well, you know what? The kid has been whining and complaining for like three minutes about how he would never want that to happen. That's his dad's steamer. And yes! Da, 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 da. An important point. And that his dad's from Cleveland. That I was getting to. Yeah, uh, no. done. Vash bursts in to save the day. What a fucking badass. Oh, he yeah. is like on the outside of this like steamer that is going like crazy fast, hanging outside the window. Upside sh- down. Upside down, shoots the window out. Crazy. Fucking crazy. Yeah. And then he kicks the guy and takes his gun. <laughs> yes, he While does. not looking. Catches right. it not looking. That's, like, that's really cool. Really badass. Yeah. We get the uh, quote of Samson was in the passenger cabin. I'm not sure what that even meant. I'm not. Maybe one of the people were named Samson. I don't know. And with a gunshot. Vash hurls out the broken window and the sh- into the ship below. Yeah, he, he gets shot at, so his first thought is, better jump out this window way down. And, and <laughs> you hear the clang, and, 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 you, and you hear, like, just, just, just barely audible. Oh. <laughs> Him and the kid are hanging on the outside and try not to get blown or rocked off and die. Uh, wait, are we still talking about, like, yeah. trying to hold on for dear life? Yeah. Yes. Luckily, the kid knows of a nearby vent they can climb back in. Mm-hmm. Two unlucky guards get jacked by Millie and Meryl. <laughs> okay, oh then. my god, the image, just this, the screen, like the few seconds. Where the, glowing, the glowing eyes. The glowing eyes, eyes and the like, pale skin, and they've got like the, the, choppy, the choppy, choppy, you know, the karate chop ready to PB? go. No, not that <laughs> choppy. Choppy, choppy, you'll No, they got like the karate chops ready. Yeah. They beat the shit out of them. It's great. Also, some horrible voice acting. Like, oh god. They come it's in. It's a the, warehouse. <laughs> like. Oh, it's a warehouse. It's just like, what the hell? 1998, guys. It yeah, wasn't an, right. it wasn't a perfected art form yet. Speaking of bad voice acting, we're about to get another example of that. <laughs> Median's new plan is to have a hostage to force the captain to drive. Yep. Isn't it any surprise that he took a pretty lady to be the hostage? The captain says, shit, you're sick. Just go to hell and die. Such great <laughs> voice acting work. Oh, you go to hell, you die. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> that was, damn it. That would have been better voice acting. And then <laughs> no, we're left we're... on a cliffhanger, right? Literally we almost. Are. Almost. The steamer enters the canyon and closing. With that <laughs> hanging on, hanging on for dear life on, <laughs> I think. Yep. And that is episode seven. What do we think of this episode? A first part of a two-parter. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Other than the awkward imagery of the kid. Yeah. Kind of odd. Uh, there was a little bit of weird voice acting. There was. Brilliant Dynamite Neon is definitely a over-the-top villain. Oh, you, yeah. You remember him, even though he's ultimately not important. No, ultimately not. Not so much. But he's flashy. Right. I wonder if he was a bigger thing in the manga. Mungo. <laughs> I um, I don't know. Uh, he's not in the volumes that Andrew gave me. Yeah. I'm sorry. I apologize. Way to mess up. Sorry, I gave him the ones that were numbered one and two. I assumed it would be in there. It's not good enough for Josh. No. Well, <laughs> I didn't say it wasn't... No! Uh, you okay. know what? Fuck you, Bill! <laughs> I still love the present. Thinking back to watching this, were you interested to find out what happened? Absolutely. I like these little two to three episode arcs. 
Yeah. I, I will have to agree. I like the episode. I didn't like it as much as the second half. There's a lot of setup in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like the kid character. He's, you know, kind of confusing, conflicted. He doesn't know exactly, you know, should he help Vash, should he not help Vash. You know, he's a little bit of a sympathetic character. I like how Vash gets away from the from Millie and Meryl, but yet they still manage to make it on board the steamer. I think that's great. <laughs> right. uh, there's a lot of good bits of comedy. Yeah, I think that it, it's a good setup for the second half. I like these two episode arcs. I like, as I talked about before, how they kind of do like what Excel did, but like in a serious tone where like, you know, at the beginning of every episode, Excel would be like recapping what happened in a goofy way. Mm-hmm. Here, it just picks up where it left off and, and you get that connection to what happened in the last episode. Uh, so I, I like it. I like it quite a bit. Right. Uh, I do enjoy this episode as well. I think for what it does, it, it, it does the job excellently. It's all set up. Definitely not a whole lot of action, but it gives you the idea of what we're about to see. What I love about this is it's uh, going into another classic Western trope, mm-hmm. the train robbery. Ah, yeah, that's true. Right, that's true. And th- I mean, that's, that's, and we've got our setup. Our villains are going to do something dastardly and evil. And Vash has got to stop them, and yeah, we get we get stuck on the cliffhanger, and you're just like, will the will the dynamic duo defeat BDN? Find out next time on Trigun next week, and we will find out next week. Same Vash time, same Vash. Yeah, I, thank you. And that's exactly where we'll leave off because next week we will find out what happens when we review episode eight of Trigun <gasps> and Between the Wasteland and Sky. I'm so excited. Yes, and. We, this is gonna be so much fun. It'll be it'll be a good one. I promise you, mm-hmm. folks. It'll be a good one. And after that, we're introduced in episode nine to a really important character, which I cannot <gasps> wait to get to. Is it? Yes. And is it's, it? And it's my review. I'm super is stoked. It? He's fangirling, guys. <laughs> How do you make that noise? I <laughs> it's uh I think it calls raptors. We will leave you. We will leave you with that. And uh, that's my that's my secret mutant power. It Raptor is. summoning. It is. Problem uh, is, I only get condors and hawks. Oh, <laughs> good lord! So this has been Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three train robbers in their thirties talk about anime. I really don't know how smart I am. My name is Andy. <laughs> Yeah, I got an idea. <laughs> and I have a separate stomach just for cake and ice cream. Mm, I'm Josh. And yes, I am drinking. I'm Bill. Uh, he is, folks. And we will see you next time. Bye bye. One more time. Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com, like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, and follow our Twitter at tuningjapanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. Tuning Japanese is part of the Questionable Endeavor Network. For more information on other podcasts and articles, check out questandnetwork.com. While you're there, listen to more great podcasts like the Shadowbane Podcast, the Rundown Wrestling Podcast, Raw Attitude Podcast, Geek and Gamer Guild, the Slasher Sanitarium, Pwn Stars, and our brand new show, New Blood Rising.
Don't you really want to know? Okay, I was wondering who the father of my baby was. All right, let's take a look. The Miss Cleo DNA test. I <laughs> I'm solely searching for the father of your baby. Oh, it's the one that's very unpleasant, okay? Okay. Um, and he's also the one that had another girlfriend while he was sleeping with you. Yes, he did. Yep, that's him. That's the daddy. Okay. But you knew that. I wasn't sure. I don't know how. The baby looks just like him. Yes, he does. Yeah, so you were in denial because he has a funny little chin, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Yeah, and the baby have that same little chin. Oh, my God. Ooh. The cards can reveal things that you will never see by yourself. Call me now for your free tarot reading. Call 1-800-980-8637. 1-800-980-8637.